Welcome to the Andamat Madumbi podcast, where we focus on biologicals and their impact in the agricultural industry. From crop conversations and incredible success stories to meeting the experts who pioneer new solutions, we discuss how biological products are transforming the industry. Good day and welcome. My name is Don Bay Hooker. I'm the business communications lead at Andamat Madumbi. And joining me is Andre Fox, our founder, and Michelle Lesseur, our CEO. Andre and Michelle, welcome. It's my privilege to have you in the studio today embarking on another new adventure and communication channel. As leaders, you are champions of always getting our team to be bold and to think outside the box and to put us into new spaces. So I'm going to ask both of you, how are you feeling today? And um, thank you for joining us. Thanks, Donve. Um, yeah, we, uh, I think at Madumbi we are very comfortable with change and I think that um, this is an important journey for us and yeah, podcasts are the new way of communication and I think we always, uh, it's important for us to communicate to a variety of our audiences and I know in the agricultural industry we have got a variety of audiences and especially in South Africa. Yeah, thanks, Donvay. Um, privileged to be here and uh, to be part of the first sort of podcast. So, yeah, it's. Um, I think it's. It's been coming for a long time. The podcasts. It is. Uh, it's important to be able to communicate what we know, and this is one of the ways that we can do it. So, um, I'm really excited for you and for the team to be able to make use of this media and and uh, get it out. Get it out there. Thank you. Well, today is the day. So, um, yeah, I think for me today, the idea was just to get a, some background on Anmat Madumbi, to talk a little bit about the company, who we are, what we offer, and our vision and our purpose. Um, so, Andre, I think let's start with the story. Um, how did this journey start? And, yeah, just give us some background. Yeah, Donva, if, if we look at sort of how it started, uh, the why, really, um, I think... Uh, on a personal front, I think that um, I was involved in agriculture while, while playing sport in, in the Eastern Cape. And um, I was involved in the selling of uh, seeds, fertilizer and chemicals to, to, to farmers and growers. And realized uh, from an early stage that how we grew food, you know, being a sportsman and being on the production side of, of growing food, Understanding human nutrition and uh, and and the growing and the growing practices that we were undergoing, that there was a massive hole in in, in production of food, and that and I realised that we needed to to change the way that we were growing that we were growing food. I didn't at that point in time know exactly how, but I knew if you're asking what the why, I knew that we had to change. And um, yeah, so from from that point, I think I was I started my journey on looking for how we could change uh, the practices of growing food um, to to have better nutrition in the food that we're eating. Andre, I'm, I'm, whenever we're retelling the story, it, it starts with you meeting James Leslie. Is w- what led to that point? You'd obviously you say you was you started the journey and. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. By the time I met James, I think um, I had st- I had started to find some of the how. Um, then I met him at a conference in a Graham State conference in Australia, and 
you know, for different reasons, we both found ourselves at the same conference. Um, James as a grower and myself as uh, sort of uh, in the the buying and selling of these products. Um, and yeah, we got talking, and um, we were basically there for the same reason. James knew that he had to change the way he was farming. You know, he was he also had come to the realization that the practices that he he was undertaking were were not good for food production or not good for the consumption of what he was producing you know so and it wasn't a safe environment for his he, he you know we often speak about his kids playing in the soils that they were uh, treating and it it wasn't a safe environment for that so James knew that he had to ch- change the way that he was growing and I knew that we had to change the way that we were supplying into 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 farmers so yeah um James becomes an integral part in our journey in that um, we we looked at each other on our return to South Africa and said, well, what are we going to do now? And um, that basically we had just undergone theory, but we had to take theory and put it into practice. And James was, yeah, um, um, I'll be your testing ground. So go and find what you can from around the world and bring it back. And I'll give you the honest, re- uh, honest response, whether it works or whether it doesn't work. So... That was a that was a great partnership um, and place to be with, in because I think that uh, the world that we've been in has been so full of um, fly by nights and you know products over promise under deliver. It was great to have somebody with integrity that could say, yeah, it works or it doesn't work or maybe it didn't work because of this. And we were and we looked at application application strategies, different products, different purposes. So. Yeah, the journey with James was a was a great one, and I'm very fortunate. Well, and Matt Madumbi is very fortunate that we met in Australia. Yeah, I think certainly, and I mean, <coughs> I think James is a very successful grower, and I think Andamat Madumbi's done really well. So, for the two of you, I think you have to look back, and I don't know. I hope you're quite proud of what's what's been achieved. Definitely. Um, Andre, tell us. A um, obviously, those the team was small at the beginning, and Michelle's here. Michelle's been part of the journey for a long time. Um, yeah, Michelle, when did you get involved and how did that journey start? And then I also want to find out just with Andermatt, where did the Andermatt involvement come in? Don Bay, I um, met Andre sort of in the, just after um, Andermatt had um, started from on a commercial basis. Um, Andermatt had been involved in supplying um, Madumbi BCP at that stage, um, Madumbi was in partnership with the production company. When that partnership ended, um, Madumbi became Madumbi Sustainable Agriculture in partnership with Andermatt from Switzerland. And I think that relationship solidified the importance of the science behind our solutions and the, te- and the integrity of our products. So if you have a look at the sort of combination and we talk about the triangle being the strongest shape. Um, but if you look at the stakeholders that are involved in bringing products of integrity to the market for our growers, we've, um, Andre's mentioned James, so we look at sort of how important the growers are and the agronomic fit of our products. We look at the importance of the science and how we scale up that science for our commercial growers. And then we also have a look at the commercial side. Um, you know, without the commercial side of the conversation, the return on investment 
So I think those three aspects make a very powerful triangle in terms of um, biological solutions. And we need to sort of work together. So my journey sort of, um, I come from a commercial background, but um, I'm also married to a farmer. So I think the, the benefit for me is that I get to see both sides of the, com- of the conversation. I get to see the solutions in action on farm as well, but very much from a commercial aspect. And, you know, how do these solutions, what does the return on investment look? How do these solutions look from a commercial side? And, you know, at the end of the day, we are trying to run profitable businesses. And at the end of the day, we're trying to bring these solutions in um, at a return on investment that ensures profitability for the grower, that ensures profitability for our end, you know, um, for our, you know, sort of end user. And I think that's where the balance um, and that's where the conversation sort of um, between Andre and I started is how do we make these commercially viable? How do we make these, how do we take the science? I always, say, I always say that I'm in the business of selling science. How do we take the science and scale it up and make it agronomically fit, you know, a fit for our growers and, um, you know, have a sound return on investment for them as well? I think uh, the biological industry we know is growing rapidly um, and the journey's been an interesting one that started off as a, a reluctant purchase and people not always believing in it and we're at different stages of that journey. Um, as a company growing quickly in a growing market, um, what have been some of the biggest challenges that you've had to overcome? Yeah, Donway, I think uh, the early days was mindset change. You know, it's a, it's a paradigm shift. You know, it, it, the, the, the former sector was successful in free production yield uh, generating yields but they were it's unsuccessful in some other parameters and um, so to change a successful recipe into you know into where we are now using biology to grow using farming with nature working with the soils is a is a paradigm shift and i think the hardest thing to change is somebody's mind mindset when when there's a winning recipe to another way and and actually pointing out that it's you might be winning in in one way but we're losing in a you know it's not a sustainable it's not a sustainable conversation you can win this season but over a period of 10 15 20 years it's this whole conversation is not sustainable and not sustainable in so many ways and or come it's coming to light you know more and more every day, you know, from an environmental perspective, from a health perspective, from a, a soil health perspective. Um, so, I think, you know, taking working with those early adopters like James um, and and understanding how their mindsets was was working is uh, is not exactly how the rest of the farming community. In South Africa, was thinking so there, there was a that was also a challenge. You got your early adopters that embraced it, but then you got your your other other farming the, um, community that didn't embrace it, you know, and saw it that it was an extra like an extra expense. It was extra. It wasn't necessary. So that was that was a challenge, and I think the second challenge is products of integrity. You know, to 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 move away from the snake oils or to not be involved in the snake oils was a 
um, and to and to create that brand that didn't speak to the snake oils in the early stages was was a challenge, you know, because we were all classed in the same in the same sector, whether we had integrity or we didn't have integrity, you know. So we were we were different, and uh, we were we were potentially um, a waste of money, as m- uh, many people would have, you know, seen in the in <coughs> in the early days. So yeah, I, I think those were those were some of the, some of the two definitely the two major challenges for for us in the early days. Michelle, let's talk a bit about Animat Madumbi today. Um, as as a CEO and um, the vision and where we want to go, what the opportunities are. Um, yeah, tell us a little bit about the vision and the, and the purpose. Don Bay, I think that. Um, We've laid a very solid foundation, um, thanks to Andre and you know the mindset shift work that we did. And I think that people are more aware, and I think people are um, realizing that it's more than just sustainable. Sustainable is maintaining. I think we've now passed that, and I think it's more about how do we regenerate? Because just in sustaining, we are going to maintain, but it's not going to be permanent. And I think. In regenerating, we need to change our practices. And that's not very easy to ask a grower to change his practices. And I think if we go back to our stakeholders that are in the conversation, we need to collaborate and bring everybody together. And we need strategic collaboration because we need to bring the science up in line with the commercial. And when I'm talking about commercial, I'm bringing regulations into alignment with the science as well as our growers. Because it's only when the three of us work together or those three stakeholders work together strategically that we're able to bring the solutions that Andre is talking about of integrity. Because without that, if one part is missing, we're not going to have a solution that is going to work. We can have excellent science, but if it doesn't agronomically fit, it's not going to be of value to the grower. We can have excellent science, but if it doesn't yield a return on investment for either party it's not going to be of any value. So I think for me, the future is how do we work together to ensure that our products are not just integrous, but our products do deliver on return of investment and that our products do still hold, um, you know, the virtues of healthy food and healthy environment. And I think that requires not just a mind shift anymore. That requires how do we regenerate and how do we work together to bring the value that is required. And I think it's not an easy conversation. It's not an easy answer. But I think if we continue to work in silos, it is just going to, um, you know, frustrate the process. And it's just going to hold us back rather than take us forward. Yeah, um, following the rebrand last year, and you mentioned that now the healthy food and healthy environment for all, that is what's, what's grounding us. And Andre, you started with that as the, you know, we, it is at the end of the day, it's about food and food is something, you know, everybody, whether you're a grower or whether you're not a grower, everybody's eating. Um, and I know that for people that might be listening to this podcast, a lot of people might initially think, oh, this is for organic growers or for people that are only in a certain sector of the market. But I think the biggest opportunity and the biggest reality that has come, or one of the biggest ones from my side, has been that it's it's working together. It's complementing the chemistry and and creating solutions, uh, packaging that works and that's 
that's um, yeah, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like sort of the, the, it's effective, but it's also practical on farms. Um, Andre, maybe you can just talk a bit about about that and the, uh, the IPMs and how we're working it through. What, how, how's that working? Yeah, Donway, I think um, it's a moving target at the moment. You know, the the IPM strategies are changing year by year, season by season. You know, so and the change has been brought about by the consumer. So, like you say, the 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 parents of children are wanting residue free food and that's what's driving the IPM conversation you know so um residue free um, um minimal residues levels um are are what's changing it and and the retail sector is driving that you know each one are in they're in competition with each other so some retailers are more are stricter than other other retailers, and um, we just see those those the the dependency on biologicals becoming more and more. You know, so because it it offers the zero residue um, tag to to food, and that's what the consumer wants. So to answer your question. Um, as biological or as uh, biological companies, we've got a lot of work to do to step to that plate because the demand is actually greater than the, and than the solution supply at the moment. Um, but I, I believe that the science and the R and D that's going into the sector will will bring through those solutions that will come through. And as Michelle said, regulatory's got a place to uh, uh, play in this whole conversation because we've got to make sure that they are registered and hold the re- hold the integrity to the consu- to the farmer and to the consumer that they are tested that they are they do do what they say they do um yeah so the whole industry is under a massive growth conversation at the moment and um we need to make sure that it's done again with integrity you know that we can't rush products to market we can't rush solutions unnecessary to market but uh we need to we, we need to invest and I think uh, a company like Andermatt is is investing heavily in in the R and D, in the production side, the scaling up. What M- Michelle was talking about, um, so that we can supply, so that we can offer these solutions uh, to to the farmers and ultimately to the customer that they get food of integrity. It's a very exciting space, Michelle, as the CEO and as a woman in agriculture. Um, it's a huge challenge, um, and I know it's one that you um, that excites you and keeps you driven every day. And I know that you've got the most incredible team. So just talk to us a little bit about that and what what the future like looks like with this, yeah, from the space. Donve, I think it's a very exciting, um, yeah, space, and I think it's something that's very close to my heart as you know, as a woman. I think we get the benefit of, um, you know, having the global influence of Andermatt Group and being able to um, sort of pull on the expertise um, of the global group. But I think locally for me is where my heart lies. I think, you know, as Andermatt Madumbi, we talk a lot about, you know, the consumer, the global consumer. But at the end of the day, it's just as important for us to focus on our local consumer. And I think for the opportunity for me here in our territory in South Africa is how do we, um, you know, change the way we grow our food here? Um, and something that I sort of feel that there's opportunity here for us locally in agriculture is going to be sort of the future where we can make a difference. 
um, locally. And I think, um, Don Vey, that we speak so often about, um, you know, looking for something that's bigger and better, um, you know, sort of overseas. My kids have just finished and they're looking sort of, you know, what to do now? Where where do I start my career? Where do I, you know, sort of find? And is it in agriculture? Is it here in South Africa? And I think we need to sort of have a mind shift. We know that 60% of our population under the age of 30 is unemployed. And I really do believe that if we can focus on entrepreneurship, and I think that's what was the heartbeat of Madumbi all those years ago when Andre, you know, started it, being an entrepreneur. Um, you know, it started with, you know, how do we use agriculture to build an entrepreneurial um, sort of society within agriculture in our that 30-year-old age group? But it's not just about, you know, um, teaching them an agricultural skill. It's about how do we teach them the commercial skills as well so that they can build sort of a solid business so that they can produce food that is healthy and they can sustain themselves and that they can, you know, feed their families. And, um, you know, we talk about sort of small scale. And for me, it's about creating newly commercialized businesses and newly commercialized growers that can actually supply into our local retailers and that they can supply healthy food. And I think for me, and in our byline, healthy food and healthy environment for all, the smallest word in there is all, but yet it's the most powerful. So I think, yeah, at Andamat Madumbi, we are re- well positioned, we are excited, um, we focused, and I think our you know, passion is about how we feed everybody. And the all includes you know, the rest of the globe for our commercial growers that are exporting. How do we do that well? And provide the solutions that allow for export because that is an important part of our you know economic segment here it brings the foreign currency in which we need for our economy but at the same time how do we generate a stable entrepreneurial agricultural sector that can also feed our local people super um i think just one last question in closing it's more to you andre um because i think one of the questions we always get asked is like is Andre still involved in Andamat Madumbi? What is your role in Andamat Madumbi? Um, just give us a, a, a background as to what you're, what you're actually up to at the moment. We can never keep up with you. Yeah, Donvay, um, to answer the question, yeah, I'm still involved with uh, Andamat Madumbi, um, more at a strategic level than at an operational level. Um, but yeah, uh, I think I spend probably most of my time in East Africa uh, and developing local animat Madumbi lookalikes um year from here to Kenya. Um so yeah, Africa as South Africa, Africa is a very exciting space um from a commercial and a small scale grow um com- uh, point of view. Uh, and our products have have uh, space in both both sectors and it's about developing those markets. So that's where that's where I am uh, is, is developing those markets and Working, working to get our get our get our products registered and available to those customers that are looking to use them. Super. And then, so in final conclusion, here is who is the boss? <laughs> <laughs> who do you think, Don Bay? I didn't say anything. <laughs> well, I, I'm going to say Michelle. <laughs> But I think that Andre and I have worked together for 12 years now and I think that we've leveraged well of each other's skill sets and I think we're always challenging each other and I think that's what the biological industry is about. How can we continually do things better 
and how can we continue to do things well? And agriculture teaches us that. Nature teaches us that we are for, nature is forever regenerating itself. And I think if we don't, we are going to get left behind. I'll agree with that. Um, and I do, I think, I think you've both got incredibly different and complementary strengths. And we see it playing out amongst each other, um, challenging and holding ourselves accountable all the time. Um, thank you very much to both of you for your time. And yeah, look forward to seeing you in the studio again soon. Thanks, Donovan. Thanks, Donovan. Thank you for listening to the Andamat Matumbi podcast. Visit our website to find out more about how we're changing the way that food is grown at www.andermat.co.za. That's www.andermat.co.za.